ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cheats Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Cheats, and we are on the Family Podcast Network. It's a very special edition. So it, for several reasons. One, I don't think since the pandemic I've left the house <laughs> to do an interview. Uh, but I am here. I am at the Richmond Raceway, and I am here with the president of Richmond Raceway, Lori Warren. Lori, welcome to the Cheats Movement. Thank you. You came out of the house for this? It is. I will tell you, it is hard. It is hard present now. <laughs> I in cannot the, disappoint now. In the days wow. of podcasting with Zoom mm-hmm. and video chat and Restream and Riverside, no, the so fact hard. that we have to leave the house is... And I don't, and you know, it's know. it's unusual. I know. Unusual. I, I get everything sent in now. I get groceries. <laughs> I get my DoorDash. I get everything. And now, and now I got to come down here for the track stuff. Well, you know? I'll tell you this: <laughs> I am very excited to be here and very excited to visit with you. I have followed your leadership, especially in the Richmond community, for a number of years. So it's, it's a long time overdue. I don't think I ever. I've, I I got to give the your your former colleagues a lot of credit because I think they've they've done a good job with the cheats movement. I don't think I've ever been on the cover of Style Weekly. Really? <laughs> no, I don't wrong think with so. Us? I don't think so. <laughs> However, I know that you know it it obviously continues to be is and continues to be a staple. Uh, and you you led that organization for. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nearly over 15 years, right? Yeah, just I think just under 15 years, but I think I lost count after like three. So <laughs> that's what. But no, I, you know that 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 time in my life at Style Weekly was just incredible. I I made some great friendships sure. there, and you know just being in the community in that way was truly and one of the most impactful times of my life. And and the talent that I got to work around was just wow. I, I was it was awesome the interesting thing and we'll obviously talk about everything that's happening this week and talk about yeah. the track in your, in your role here it probably is some carryover as well but the interesting thing over that period of time style weekly is never uh what's the word at a loss for dealing with difficult <laughs> controversial uh circumstances whether right. intentional or unintentional and as the helm of that you know that media outlet that like I said, oftentimes would have to hear from the community. Yeah. How? What is? What was? It, what is it about you in regards to person? Because you did it very well. You did it with a lot of grace. You did it for a long time. Is that something that you just have or you don't, or is it something that you got to learn as you go go about? I think there's a lot of learning as you go along. <laughs> you know, I wish that I wish you just have it or you don't, but but it was, there was definitely a lot of learning moments along the way, and and I think the team itself just we sort of leaned on each other. Um, you know, I think um, you you certainly get better at it. You you build up a callus to it a little bit, sadly. But um, but Richmond also has just some a million great stories, and you you know tell a lot of them yourself. So I think that's also the wonderful part about our region is, is that for 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 as many controversies as we have around here, and yes, we we did tell a lot of them, but but we also got to tell some really incredible stories too in our region, and that that that's the good stuff. You know, so now the great thing about what I do here is that we get to be the good story, I think. And and we get to make the good story even better. Um, And we get to bring the community here to uh, to make some memories. So I think that's the cool stuff now. Well, let's start a little bit more with your story in the sense of. In a million years, if I had if I had asked 22 year old Lori, 25 year old Lori, 
that you would one day be the president of Richmond Raceway. What would you have said? And has it really sunk in to you that you are the president of Richmond Raceway? I mean, you see my head shaking right now, right? I mean, no, no. But you know what's so weird is that I met my husband when I was 19 years old. I started dating him then. And he was a huge NASCAR fan. So he introduced me to the sport. He sort of taught me the sport. And that was back in the Tony Stewart, Dale Earnhardt time. And, of course, I had been down to the raceway a lot with my grandfather. I don't know if, you know, you've heard the story, but my grandparents lived a couple blocks away from the racetrack. Um, And so I would come down as a a child and help my grandfather park cars here. Um, My grandfather couldn't always afford to come to to the track, but he would help park cars and he would let me tag along. So... I was always down here as a little girl, but I never really quite understood what was happening. Cut to 19 years old, and my husband taught me the sport. Um, You know, a few years after we were dating, um, even our wedding, I (laughs) surprised him uh, with, at our wedding day, uh, my wedding garter was a Dale Earnhardt (laughs) wedding garter, (laughs) checkered flag wedding garter. So... If there's any sort of foreshadowing about what were things to come 25 years later, that's amazing. Um, that's you know I never would have imagined that I would be the president of a racetrack. That said, you know what I do believe is the common denominator between life and media. Um, you know, with Style Weekly, with Virginia Business, okay. and with this particular job, is that you get to make an impact in your community if you choose mm-hmm. and you get to grow audiences if you choose and at style we were always trying to reach out to new audiences mm-hmm. right and here that's what has been the most important thing to me is to reach out to new audiences since i started reaching out to possibly new race fans but making sure that there are audiences that potentially have never come down to this track that maybe didn't feel welcome here to make sure that everyone understands that this is everybody's track. This is everyone's town and it's everyone's track. And we, to the extent that we can, want everyone to feel welcome. And so I think there is a similarity. No, absolutely there is. And there's, and you bring up a good point that I was going to get to later in the interview, but let's no, get to okay. it now. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get to it now since yeah. since you bought it up. And one of the things that struck me, as, as most of the Chiefs Movement audience know, I attended my first NASCAR race last year yeah. with my with my son Cameron, and we uh, we got tickets through, I believe, his elementary school. They were like, "Who wants to go to NASCAR?" And I'll never forget Cam uh, came home and said. Hey, they were giving away NASCAR tickets at, at our elementary school, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't accept them because I don't, I don't think we we're going to go to NASCAR. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take us to NASCAR. Something he said to yeah. our parents, and we looked at him and goes, "Why wouldn't we take you to NASCAR? Of course we take. Do you want to go to NASCAR? We'll be glad to take you." And he pouted all day because he thought he had given up, you know, his opportunity to go. Right. And so the next day, you know, we emailed the teacher the next day and they were excellent. They were like, oh yeah, we got, you know, we got, we got tickets. We'll give them just general tickets that kids get. And it was a 
such an eye-opening and amazing experience because I had personally, I've lived in Richmond my entire life, never had I gone in any significant way to a NASCAR race, did not know what to expect. Um, and there were so many, you know, recent changes that you that we want to talk about and you mentioned that seemed to feel like, hey, look, whatever you thought about in the past, this is changing and we want to embrace a lot of different audiences. We want to embrace a lot of different families. We want things to, we want everyone to feel comfortable at our track. And so for us, it was, it's almost like a seeing is believing type thing. Mm -hmm. And we were so pleasantly surprised uh, showing up the first time with my, at the time, seven-year-old son and just going through all of the day that is an NASCAR Sunday. And when I think about some of the things that I've seen you do in your career, some of the things we've talked about and what you just mentioned, it just seems right along the lines of a point of emphasis, as you will, for you as a president of this track to really engage, I would say, like you said, audiences that may have never been, make families and make especially young people stream extremely comfortable. Was that something that... It has to be intentional for you. Is that something intentional have you found throughout NASCAR? Or is that something that you feel like you can help lead the way in changing? I wouldn't have said yes to this job if I didn't think NASCAR was headed in that direction already. Um, in fact, when I had 15 interviews in one day, <laughs> just just a little fun day of interviews. Um, when I had 15 interviews... Um, and when I had the discussions with the executive leadership and with the France family, you know, they were all purposeful and intentional in saying, we're reaching out to you because this is our intent and our direction. Having been a fan in the past, mm -hmm. I certainly understand what the impression has been in the past. Um, and, you know, very honestly, I was skeptical, but hearing their direction and their future and also what they have been doing in, in recent past um, with, you know, um, things like, you know, banning the Confederate flag. Um, that was a big one for me. We talked about I, I talked about that in my podcast uh, when we talked about a recap of our, of our experience as a family. And a lot of people, especially in 2023, would say. Well, that's not that big of a deal. It was a huge deal, not just for kind of diehard long-term traditionalists. It was a huge deal, I think, as a signal to say, hey, look, this is one thing we can do. There's tons of things we can do. But this one is a clear example of something that, whether you believe the history or not, is offensive to a lot of people, one way or the other. Let's, you know, By removing it, it was just one sign of saying, Hey, we're ready to move forward. It was. It, I, I do. Say, I appreciate you saying because it's such a huge deal for our family, and that may be just one family. But I know a lot of people now will get to a point in twenty twenty three where they'll be like, they'll kind of dismiss it and say that it wasn't that big of a deal. It's a huge deal. I, I have heard that a lot. It's. I don't think you should dismiss it. I think many people have said that over and over again to me, um, and and to me that was one reason that um, I wanted to continue to listen to the conversation. Um, so I would say that, you know, if they hadn't already been heading in this direction, I would probably have not have even had the conversation. 
but to also answer your question, is it something that I've always been doing in both my past career and, and want to do in my future? Yes. That, yeah, that's, that's important to me personally. So I could never align myself with any organization that didn't have that mission um, and, you know, be looking ahead in that direction. And, and I'm really proud of what NASCAR has been doing and continues to do. I'm, it's an honor to work in, in an organization that has that mindset. You are deeply rooted in Richmond's region, Richmond's community, like I said, from all the, the stuff you did, even previous to taking this job. Now that you're here at Richmond Raceway as the president, we've already seen a number of kind of uniquely Richmond aspects, especially community aspects that have come to play under your leadership. What are some of those things that have happened even to this year's poster is by RVA coffee stain. What are, what are some of the things that you're able to put your thumb on, but also add that particular Richmond community flair? Well, you know, at each track, I think what would, what is most important is to bring a very uniquely local aspect to it because why would anyone want to come to our track, right? They can travel to other tracks. Why Richmond? But Richmond's so special with the arts community, um, you know, and, but we're special for so many reasons, sure. but, but in particular, I think our arts community is just eclectic and really special. And so you'll see a brand new mural out um, when, when you enter gate four and Michelle Hollander, um, a, a local up and coming muralist from Ashland, my, my backyard, um, I reached out to her and said, you know, I know, I know you're just starting out, but I think you've got the chops to, to try something bigger and better than what you've done in the past. And let's, let's give you a go here. So she's done a really incredible mural. And of course you mentioned RVA coffee stain. Sure. Um, I reached out to Doug and said, you've done some um, some stuff with Style Weekly, and I think you could do this really cool poster for us. And the thing is that I want to make sure that somewhere in the messaging it says that this is everybody's track. And he he nailed it. I really love it. It's around the city um, in restaurants and boutiques, and we're going to give away some. Um, we're not charging. Everyone's asked, how can I buy one? <laughs> we're not we're not charging. We're not making money off of the art. It's beautiful, um, and it's and so we've got some that we're giving away. And even, you know, listen, I'm, I'm kind of a sneakerhead. And I see. I see what's happening <laughs> here. Kind of we'll get into the, we'll show, we'll take some pictures yeah. and we'll, but you can describe how the, the Richmond Raceway I got uh, some sneakers are on. I've got some cool sneaks uh, from a VCU student, Jaden Mitchell, created some, uh, some custom sneakers for me that are very NASCAR-esque inspired and really cool um story of the past seven months that I've been working here um, that tell the story of it. So we're just we're really trying to bring the community into the track. You know, one of the things that I said when I first got here was that if you, we want people to get into the bowl, the stadium, mm -hmm. then we have to make it more welcoming when you first get onto the property. It's 1,100 acres here that we have. But the stadium is just one part of it. One of the things I noticed, there's a lot of fence here, When you, if, if, you, if you noticed. And on top of the fence, there was barbed wire on the, on the fence everywhere. And I noticed it immediately. I thought, my Lord, this is like the least welcoming thing. Right. Barbed wire. We are not going to keep people out, and we're not keeping people in. What are we doing with this barbed wire here? <laughs> so 
like week four, I said, get it down. What can we do? We just need to get it down. So my amazing operations and facilities team started pulling it down and pulling barbed wire down is not easy. Not easy. No, not, not easy. And we, uh, they started pulling it down. It's it, it's not all completely gone. We keep finding it in certain places <laughs> all around here. We we think we have it all down. We're like, oh, there's more. Um, so it's mostly gone. Even my husband would come and help them on some weekends take it down. Uh, but it is mostly gone. And it's just those are some of the things that we're trying to get taken care of to make this a more welcoming environment, to bring the community here and to make people feel more welcome. And so that's a good point because how, how do you go about – Letting people know and ex- it expanding the awareness. NASCAR has got uh, a rabid, dedicated, amazing fan base that's already built in. I could obviously go back and tell my friends and my audience, but as as a president of the raceway, how do you get that word out for someone who's just probably had a, let's for lack of a better term, old mentality of what NASCAR used to be, and it was just just never was aware that hey. This is something that not only can I go to, I can enjoy the entire day without even seeing cars go around the track. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I think it's just a matter of, you know, people becoming sick of me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never, I've tried to get out never. As, as much as I can. I just, I, I, I try to evangelize what we're doing here to anybody and everybody. I mean, I've been to a million pancake breakfasts, <laughs> to a million moose lodges, to, you know, a million schools. Um, you know, to talk to students and colleges and pretty much anyone who will listen to me talk. I am trying to share, you know, the message about what we're doing here that's different, that hasn't been done in the past. And, you know, like I said, I think people will probably be sick of me soon. But until (laughs) they are, until they say, please stop, Lord, I will just continue to tell people that we we really want people to come and experience it. Because like you've said, it's it really is a cool, fun time. And it's not just about the cars on the track going fast, although it is a lot about sure. that. But there's so much more you can do with your kids when you come down and your family when you come down. And there's food and there's music and there's culture. And we've got concerts. And there's just so much more that you can experience to make a memory. I'm very curious in this role as president, because you have a lot under your purview that you have to oversee. How do you measure success? Is it is success measured by we sold out we sold out the raceway? Is success measured by fan experience success, or we added percentage of new people? Like how do like all the things you have to do? How do you manage it? Yeah, certainly all the above. You know, (laughs) yes, yes, please. I mean, certainly you know butts and seats is definitely one way. I'm not gonna lie. I'd I'd love to say no. We're not gonna look at that, but we are. Um, Yeah, you know, we Richmond uh, the race itself. I think we've sort of forgotten a little bit that this is the one professional sport where we show up on national television on key stations, not just sort of a subpar Mm -hmm. cable station, twice a year in front of millions and millions of viewers, like millions. And we were up 25.8% in the summer. Mm -hmm. And we get to show off our region. That doesn't happen in our commonwealth, anywhere else. So if we want to continue to have that happen, then we have to have people show up for our sport because broadcast doesn't enjoy having empty seats 
you know, for, for any particular sport. They don't like to see empty seats. So we genuinely have to have folks show up and that is one measure. Sure. Relevancy in the market is another. Having, um, you know, folks continue to talk about us, mm-hmm. um, media talk about us, that's another measure. Having new audience members come out. So if we have, you know, if, if we can show, yes, we've got new fans coming to our track, that's another. So there's lots of different metrics that we use. Um, and we got a whole data team <laughs> that, that's constantly looking at it. Um, I understand. You know, I so understand. there's a lot. Um, but right now, I think NASCAR is very happy with what's happened the last, you know, eight months. Um, we're just going to we're going to keep pushing forward. Different drivers in particular in different teams will have different preferences of what they like and, and what tracks they like and what they get to do. You know a lot about the sport. How much it's good. How much uh how important is it for you for the drivers to say, I really enjoy coming to Richmond? I'd certainly love it if they all said Richmond was their favorite track. <laughs> well, I gotta say, like like no. so for example, I don't think I don't think every track gets a Bubba Wallace block party, right? But No, but, only two did last year and only three are going to this year. And this is a repeat Richmond th- right. things like so somebody like that has to enjoy coming to Richmond, right? So. He he does and his team does. Twenty three eleven was very good to our track. Obviously having Michael Jordan come here last summer was right. huge. Um, you know, it wasn't easy and it was really I was really grateful. <laughs> really grateful, MJ. Thank you. Um but um, no, it was. It, it's very nice of twenty three eleven. They, they, they have to come out a whole day earlier for guys that and teams that don't take really any days off for right. thirty eight weeks. For them to say, you know what, we'll come out a full day earlier and be there. Um, it's a lot, and that's incredible that they do that. So yeah, we're gonna end a little bit talking about the history of your position and, and what it means to you and, and how historic it is. Because I don't I don't want to discount that you are the first woman president of Richmond Raceway. You are in a very small fraternity, sorority, whatever you want to call it, club of woman presidents. H- how do you process that part of the historic nature of your hire and then how do you keep that in your mind? I, I do realize just recently for Women's History Month, you guys did some really amazing things. You recognize wonderful women leaders in the community and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And how important is it to you to increase women in NASCAR? I mean, it's I try to take it with some humility because I know I had a lot of help getting here. You know, when you when you're in a position like this, you know it wasn't just you that got yourself to this position. You had a lot of women who helped you, but you also had a lot of men that helped you get here. Um, you had family members and friends. So I'm, I'm grateful, but I'm humble about the fact that, you know, there was a lot of help and people propping me up along the way. Having said that, I want to be a person who helps somebody else along the way as well which is why we did the Women Who Drive Richmond with the Richmond Times-Dispatch. You know, we want to make sure that women in this region are honored and thanked and um, continue to feel supported, not just in NASCAR or auto sports, but in all industries, nonprofit, um, business and innovation, um, 
you know, I've, I've done that really in every industry I've been in. At Style Weekly, we had executive women in business at Virginia Business. I started a, a July special issue honoring women. So it's always been important to me to make sure that women feel supported and feel honored and that there's a lot of gratitude for what they do. So, Some rapid fire questions, some quick stuff. We're all going to have fun. Yes. We're going to get you out of here. I like it. If you could ride around the track with any driver, noun or historically, who do you who do you ride with? Tony Stewart. <laughs> Tony, I love his energy. He can he can be fiery or he can be super kind. I just I love his energy. He's just got great energy. I like it. I like it. Who do you go to for advice? Oh. You know, my 16-year-old, he is like an old soul. He just has the best advice. He can look at anything with a sense of calm. He's got, he gives out some good advice. Probably like you with Cam. Does Cam give out good, great advice? Uh, Cam is a huge comedian, so I don't yeah. know. Like, oh, so he, no? I can't take it serious. Okay, Whatever well, he tells me. It's my 16-year-old gives out some great advice. Uh, if you were going to recommend a book to, uh, to anyone, what book do you recommend? Oh, Relentless. Relentless is really, really good. I like it. And... This will be the final question because, again, you said your husband introduced you to the sport. Now you are the president of the raceway. Who wins NASCAR arguments in your house? Like, how, <laughs> how does that work? I, I mean, I win every argument in my house, whether it's NASCAR <laughs> or uh, I'm kind of the I, alpha. So, is there, is there any point that where he says, know. like, I taught you the no, business here? No, I, like, because no, you're like, I'm no, running the track. So, no, no, I win them all. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, where I have to leave it there. Again, this is a really, really important uh, conversation that uh, that I had, probably more for me than anyone else. <laughs> Lori, I really, thank really you. thank you, and I wish you the best as you continue to lead what I think is a, in many ways, for lack of a better term, a new phase of NASCAR. Awesome. It's really exciting, and thank you're you. doing an amazing job. So, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you check out the Richmond Raceway. It's coming up sooner than you think. It's a huge, huge week in Richmond. It's not just once a year. It's twice a year. So make sure you uh, follow everything Richmond Raceway has to offer. Thank you. Genuinely appreciate it. Until next time, we see it.